Welcome to this week's edition of Everything Fast Pitch by Fast Pitch Prep. Coach Don and I are here in the Cherokee Batting Range Podcast Studio getting ready to record episode number 301. Have a really good show lined up for you this week. In our warm-up segment, we're going to talk about our Did You Know City of the Week, Player Slash Team of the Week, Equipment Tip of the Week, our listener question, and of course, Paige's Power Play. In our lead-off segment, we're going to talk about a movie that I just saw that I know Coach Don hasn't seen, but something that correlates from that movie to the world of travel ball. In our cleanup topic, we're going to talk about something from uh, one of the great minds of all time, a statement that was uh, attributed to Aristotle about team building and success and, and excellence. And then we're going to wrap up with Action Coach Coaching Tip of the Week. Coach John's going to talk about game plans and how that relates to the world of business and the world of travel ball and uh, softball in general. So before we get into all those fun topics, let's talk about our sponsors. First, the Anderson Bat Company. Everything Fast Pitch is very proud to have Anderson Bat Company as our presenting sponsor. Anderson Bat Company is using the latest and greatest bat technology to corner the market in the fast pitch world. They have the minus 9 rocket tech, the minus 10 carbon, and the minus 11 carbon light. Anderson Bat Company is using this technology to put a high-performing bat in the hands of hitters that really know the difference between a good bat and a great bat. We're also working with Anderson to provide a discount for all of our listeners. Go to the Anderson Bat Company website and order your bats. Use the EFP20 discount, which is for everything fast pitch, and you'll get a 20% discount. And again, take advantage of that EFP20 discount. The Anderson product is absolutely amazing, and it's a great way for you to save that additional 20%, but also help support the podcast at the same time. Also, if you're in a position where you can, please become a patron. We did our patron giveaway last week for the uh, 300th episode. We've got a new company in the mix that we're negotiating with right now that uh, I think is going to open the doors for us to have a lot more fun stuff to share with our patrons and also a fun company just for us to partner with and support um, their, their equipment yeah. and, and everything else. But if you're in a position where you can, patreon.com slash everything fast pitch. We're talking about 5 10 or $20 a month. If you can help the podcast, that would be great. Coach Don and I really do appreciate all of our patrons, you know, the people that have come on board and supported us for as long as they have. That's the only reason we've gotten to number 300 plus, and uh, we're looking forward to keep going for, for many, many more. So and that's going to take us to our warm-up segment. Our warm-up segment is sponsored by Bidinger and Styles DDS. They're located in Webster, Mass. If you have any dental needs at all, check out the folks at Bidinger and Styles. They are, again, longtime supporters of this podcast, one of the original patrons and now a sponsor. And we certainly do appreciate their support and would love for you to support them if you can. So Bidinger and Styles DDS. Don, did you know, now in January and heading into the spring, the NFCA is offering coaches clinics all around the country. And I wanted us to talk about that because I think it's something that if you really love this game, if you're coaching this game and you want to learn more, and even if you're a parent and you want to learn more, it's not necessarily a setting where I think the kids are going to enjoy it quite so much because right. it can be a little bit dry. It is a little bit technical, but for the right player, even going to these conventions and clinics, I think would be a lot of fun. You know, great coaches that are really passionate about the game that really want to share their knowledge and share their ideas. And you know, one of the things I've always loved about fast pitch and definitely the college coaches in general is that uh, they want to share what they know and they want to share their successes. And so it's not some sort of like top secret club that you need to know the special handshake to have access to. Anybody that wants to go to these NFCA coaches clinics can. They're in seven different cities, eight different weekends. Again, tons and tons of knowledge and, and information. Also have vendors and people there that you can hook up with for equipment deals and stuff like that too. It's a total softball exciting event for right. sure. And uh, you know, like you said, Tori, whether you're 
a beginning coach or whether you've been at it for a couple of decades or a few decades, whatever it might be, I think that these events are something where you can always learn something, a different way to say the same thing or another way to approach a practice or a skill. It's an event that's, I think, no matter what, no matter who you are, you're going to learn something that's going to help you share this game with the kids that you work with. Well, once upon a time, I had the good fortune of speaking uh, for Mary Nutter and her championship softball camps uh, clinics. When uh, Mary was doing hers, one of the things I would always make sure I would stake out a spot in the back of the room so no matter what, when I wasn't speaking, I could listen to the other speakers. And I always felt like I was you know, almost stealing money to get paid for being there because I was sitting there, you know, writing Enjoying down notes and, as fast as, yeah. as anybody else that was there and, and really enjoyed you know, listening to the other speakers. And so, as you said, Don, for whatever level coaching point you're at in your career, there's going to be something there that's going to be useful and beneficial for you. So check it out. The NFCA coaches clinics nationwide, great speakers and people that you definitely can learn from and that you should be uh, checking out those events. So now that's going to take us to our city of the week. Our city of the week this week is Lexington, South Carolina. What? Lexington, Lexington, yeah, two, South two, Carolina. Two weeks in a row that we uh, started off thinking we were doubling up on a city, but of course it's the same a city fun name little but a twist. location. Yeah. Um, obviously, South Carolina is a great softball state. Um, you know, once upon a time, uh, that was where many of the best, biggest recruiting events were held. Um, you know, whether it's uh, you know up in the upstate areas, there's you know around Spartanburg, there's a beautiful facility up there that has you know tons and tons of tournaments. You're down in the Myrtle Beach area. There's tons of softball going on. You know, and you got uh, obviously, uh, you know, University of South Carolina. Now that also, you say that, they're all up and coming, yeah. really strong programs. And, and yeah. South Carolina upstate, you know, our friend Chris Hawkins and, yep. and you know, what they've done there. You know, so there's a ton of great programs and great travel ball coming out of the, the state of South Carolina. So to see the numbers jumping in Lexington is not a surprise for us because we know fast pitch is a really big deal there. But it's still always fun for us to see the numbers growing. So if you have somebody in your world that is a fast pitch person that's not listening to the podcast yet, suggest it to them. Get them you know, hooked up with it. I'm confident once they listen that they'll keep coming back. And it's always exciting for us to see the numbers jumping up in a certain area and, and to see the numbers growing. It's easy, Tori, right? Just send a link to your team, send a link to your organization or somebody running it, and uh, uh, let's see the numbers jump wherever you're at, right? Right, and we would love to see that happening. So again, congratulations to Lexington, South Carolina. You are the city of the week. Now we got a little bit of a twist on the player of the week this week. We're going to talk about a team, the Michigan Generals. It's a 12 and under team. Their coach wanted us to just uh, have a chance to talk about her team a little bit. You know, obviously we're not going to single out any of the individual players, but I think one of the reasons why her coach wanted to get a little bit of recognition for her team is that she's heard us talk over and over again about, you know, hardworking, dedicated, passionate, committed, you know, kids that are, you know, working hard behind the scenes, doing all the little stuff, you know, that, you know, helps them, you know, be successful softball players, but also just successful people. And, you know, she wanted to highlight the fact that she feels very, very blessed and fortunate that she's got a whole group of kids that, that she that's thinks awesome. fits that, fits that mold. You know, to me, that's coaching heaven. If you can go to practice every day, knowing that you have kids that are going to be much more, what can I do for the team? I'll play anywhere you need me to. You just ask me coachable you know, yeah, to, yeah. to do something that's going to help the team be successful and, and they're all on board with it. And so I really do appreciate Coach Julie's passion for her team because obviously, you know, that's something that, that we want to recognize. It was also interesting to me in, in her email, you know, she talked about her playing career a little bit 
And the chances are really, really high that I've seen her play as a younger player because when she was playing in Michigan, I was recruiting the state of Mich- Michigan pretty heavily when I was coaching at Wisconsin probably, Parkside. Probably so, watched yeah, the, yeah. the teams that she mentioned playing for are teams that I know for sure I watched in that time frame. So it's making me feel pretty old or older than usual to know that players that I watched play now have players that are playing and playing at a high level and you know, growing up in front of our eyes. We just want to say congratulations to the Michigan Generals 12U team. You know, it's 11 girls that work their tails off that are really committed, passionate about their team, love their team, love their coaches, and are doing everything that they can to be successful. And so I don't know that we want to venture too far down this road of the team of the week, but you know, certainly in certain situations when somebody's this passionate about it, we want to make sure that we recognize it. Hey, great job. Keep it up. So congratulations to the Michigan Generals. You are the team of the week. All right, so Don, that's going to take us to our equipment tip of the week. Let's talk about the Square Cuts training disc. Tori, discs are great. Again, it's a product that I'm excited to have been a part of with you, Tori, because it's something different. It's unique. It's uh, multi-purpose, as we found out. It's just something everybody needs in their in their toolbox. If you haven't seen them, if you haven't worked with them before, it's a neat product that's going to give you feedback that you don't get when you hit a regular ball. Right. I know it's. Uh, we've had a number of people reach back out to us and say that they're a great hit. We took them to camp and uh, everybody was excited about them. We need more. So if you're listening, if you're out there, go to the YouTube site and uh, check out Tori's videos that kind of express or or share how they can be used. And uh, if you get a set, I'm sure you'll figure out another way. Then you can share it with us how you're using them. Well, it was really gratifying to me. One of the kids that I work with, Gracie Folds, is a very talented player, very, very talented hitter. She ended up uh, picking up a dozen because she knew that her college coach would really appreciate it and and like to have them as a a tool to use. And to me, that was kind of the perfect circle of a player that's used them, that knows it's helpful, that's really benefiting her, deciding to share that knowledge and, and that opportunity with her coach and then her teammates. And so to me, I think that, you know, that's the perfect example that we've hit on something that really is useful and beneficial. And as you mentioned, Don, if you go to the fastpitchprep.com website, you have access to the YouTube channel. And the YouTube channel's got two short little videos that explain what we meant and how we intended the discs to be used for hitting. And of course, what we found out is that people are now using them for pitching, throwing, fielding, bunting, all kinds of different things that we didn't necessarily even anticipate when we were designing them. Uh, But they're $49.95 a dozen. They're a great tool, something that you're going to really enjoy, something that every player, I think, should have in their personal training toolkit. And obviously, it's a tool I think that uh, teams will benefit having at practice. So the Square Cuts training discs, again, $49.95 a dozen. So Don, our listener question comes to us from Warren, and Warren's question is, basically, what is the role of the parent in whether or not a kid is coachable, a good teammate, has a good attitude? So what's the role of the parent in, in all those kinds of things? So, Tori, with a parent's role there, I think that they can have a a very big impact in how their kids' attitude and whether they're receptive to the coaching that they're getting at practice. If mom and dad are excited about it and get the kids revved up before they get going there, I think that uh, we've got a a lot better chance for growth and for our kids to be coachable and excited about practice as well. Right. Well, this question kind of excited me because I think it's something that I can say without a shadow of a doubt, with all the years that I have coached, that any time a player is coachable, has a good attitude, is a great teammate, 
it's like 99.9% how they were raised, the environment that they're in at home, what mom and dad have done in preparation for their athletic career. I don't think that the number of times where a coach can actually change any of those things is pretty small in the big picture because so much of that attitude and makeup is so deeply seated in a player. You know, it starts when they're really little kids, you know, if if they're you're going to be good teammates and and have a good attitude and and be coachable. You know, I think that starts at home when they're toddlers even. You know, it's not something that you just decide when you're 17 years old, "Hey, I'm going to be a good teammate tomorrow." Have a good attitude. Now, yeah. You can adjust that a little bit. Sometimes I think players do have that like come to Jesus moment where something happens and they realize that if they don't make some changes, you know, that they're not going to be successful. But even those kids, the ones that do have those epiphany moments and and decide to make changes, almost all still have that good family background support. You know, it's like, you know, that they were good kids that just got sidetracked a little bit, not that they were really bad kids that just turned themselves around. The idea that if a player is going to be coachable, that starts around the, the dinner table and in the in the backyard at the house and in the driveway playing basketball or playing catch, much more than it's ever going to be determined by what's happening with your kid at practice with a specific coach. I was going to say, and, and as you're talking about that, Tori, I'm thinking about things like uh, recruiting players and um, how important it is for you to uh, interact and have pretty good conversations with mom and dad, too, so you get an idea of you know what their outlook is on how things should go and where they're coming from with what they're excited about going forward in the future, being a part of our program or whatever we're doing. And sometimes you can get that feeling like you're not in a good space when you don't have that comfort interacting with mom and dad as well, because you can see that down the road, things are going to be tough because mom and dad aren't really as open right. with what they're excited to, to experience yeah. there. So, Well, in keeping in uh, the movie theme in, in the original Karate Kid, you know, when Mr. Miyagi is helping Daniel kind of get his life in order, the question is whether Johnny's a bad kid and then Mr. Miyagi's message is, you know, problem not with student, problem with teacher. Well, who's the first teacher every kid has? Mom and dad, right? right. So how important is it as I said earlier, I think 99.9% of the kids that you look at and think of are great teammates, you know, hardworking, really coachable, the kinds of, you know, coaches dream kinds of players. It didn't happen by accident. Yeah, it, it's, it started someplace way before you ever met that player and way before they probably even decided they wanted to play your sport. So Warren, thank you very much for that question. I mean, if you have questions, comments, ideas, suggestions, things you want Coach Don and I to talk about, please make sure you send us those to either everythingfastpitch at gmail.com or fastpitchprep at gmail.com. We definitely want to talk about stuff that you're interested in, so get interaction with our listeners and talking about stuff such as Warren's question today is is a fun one, and Warren, your T-shirt's in the mail. So, Don, that's going to take us to this week's edition of Paige's Power Play. Hey, it's Paige here, and I hope you guys had an amazing holiday and a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and starting off 2024 with a bang. I can't believe it's like the second week of January already. It's so crazy. I'm sure you're feeling the same way. But anyway, I have some exciting stuff coming up after kind of taking a little break over the holidays and letting you guys be with your your family and your friends and having some downtime. I'm really, really excited to launch and share my parent training that I've been working on 
for a while. This is something I've been putting on parent trainings for a long time. This is something that a lot of parents have been asking for, and it's finally here. Again, I've been doing uh, free trainings for parent athletes for years, but it's not always available. But now it is for you specifically. (laughs) Um, And in this free training for athlete parents like yourself, you're going to learn how to help your daughter be confident in herself. And I think that's something that a lot of you guys are wanting and needing for your daughter, for your athlete. And this is using a lot of my proven strategies that have helped thousands of girl athletes. And it's not more lessons. It's not better equipment. It's not changing everything she's doing. It's just using strategies and working on her mindset. Um, What you're going to see inside the parent free parent training, by the way, this is just 33 minutes, like so easy, so quick so effective. Okay. But I wanted to make it short and sweet yet effective because I know you guys are so busy. Anyway. So what's in here is for one, how to stop being her own worst enemy and showing up as the confident athlete and young woman. She knows she can be the one that you know she can be as well. The second thing we'll talk about is how to get past her fear of failure and play with boldness. And the third thing we'll talk about is how to stop worrying about what everyone else thinks about her and just compete. I mean, do we? Do I need to say more? <laughs> Go check it out. Get that that training for yourself. Um, it's on my website, pagetons.com. If you've been on my website before, you're going to notice there's been a little updating. We've refreshed the website, which I'm also super excited about. So lots of exciting things happening over here, but go check that out. Go grab it. It's free. Um, Grab like it'll grab a spot. You can be able to watch it right away. Or when you have some time, you can plug in some headphones, listen to it while you're driving or doing something. Because again, I know you guys are busy parents, but I'm really excited to share that with you. If you have any questions, if you need support, don't hesitate to reach out to me. I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you soon. And please support Paige's programs, pagetons.com, T-O-N-Z. She's a rock star. She's going to make your player a happier, more successful kid. That's all I'm going to say. I think I say it every week. All right, so Don, that's going to take us to our leadoff segment. Leadoff sponsored by Elite Sporting Goods, located at 905 Grayson Highway in Lawrenceville, Georgia. Phone number there is 678-377-0270. You can also contact them at EliteSportsOrders at Yahoo.com. Anything you need, bats, balls, gloves, uniforms, spirit wear, holler at them, they'll hook you up, and they'll ship it anywhere in the country. So, Don, I know you don't see movies very often, (laughs) but there's a new movie out. I'm going to try to have this conversation without uh, spoiling it too much, because I'm going to strongly recommend, if you have not seen it yet, to see the movie Boys in the Boat. Boys and, in the Boat. And it's set in Depression-era Washington. It's a different time and place in the world of, of college athletics and sports in general. Back then, you know, sports like... Are we like talking about rowing? Or? Rowing, okay. yeah. So back then, rowing... Or crew? Was, and Is crew that? was a huge deal. That was a big deal. For, and for some schools, it was like their main sport, like the thing that everybody really cared about. Boxing was really big. Horse racing was really big. You know, the NFL was not even a, a really a thing yet. And of course, it's Depression era, so obviously there's a lot of backstory to the characters and the, the people that we get to meet. I'm always a sucker for a sports movie, and I'm definitely a sucker for a feel-good sports movie, and this definitely is both of those. 
So certainly I would recommend it. It's something, you know, for the whole family, everybody's going to enjoy it. Is that uh, at the theater? It's in the theater now, uh-huh. and I'm sure it'll be on streaming soon. But Boys in the Boat, The Boys in the Boat is, is a movie that I think everybody should see. The reason I wanted us to talk about it today is because it comes back to a couple of concepts that we've already touched on a little bit today when we talked about, you know, coachability and... Emotional and stuff, Tori. Oh, definitely I'm, some emotional stuff. I'm already stuff. feeling it, I, yeah. Definitely some emotional stuff. But, you know, the idea of team over me and hard work overcoming talent. Now, the, the story in this one is a little bit of a twist on that because they are end up being very talented, but it's not because you would have expected them to become talented. They make themselves talented and they make themselves successful through their hard work and their passion and their almost desperation in some cases because of you know, the circumstances the times, that, they're, that yeah. they're living in. The number of quotes and, and posters and t-shirt slogans that we see about hard work will beat talent when talent doesn't work hard and stuff like that, you know, those are just kind of like tropes that we get so used to in the world of sports. But this movie kind of drives a lot of those home and it really hits you, you know, kind of hits you in the feelings a little bit when you, when you see the, the story play out. But I want us to kind of talk about it a little bit because we talk about different teams and team building and how, you know, how to be successful and, and what makes a good team or what makes a better team and all that kind of stuff. And I think unfortunately, you know, sometimes, especially in the, in the world we live in now, we get so wrapped up in just how talented somebody is that sometimes I think we forget some of these intangible things that might ultimately be a whole lot more important than, and maybe a little bit more valuable in, in retrospect. No, I think those are exciting things. And I think things come and go in waves too, right? We have, uh, challenging hard times and people dig deep and then i think we get soft sometimes too when things are too easy right i'm not sure which one of those waves we're in right now but the hard work and dedication and things like that are you can't replace it right so yeah it's just a main ingredient across the course of our our coaching time i think both of us can point to individual players that were extremely successful and now all of those players, at least in my experience, that ended up being really successful, the vast majority of them were also pretty talented. They were also pretty athletic. They sure. also had some of those, you know, those natural gifts that to enabled get to that them. Top level. Yeah. But the reality of it is never had a player who was great who didn't also work really hard at it. Absolutely. And to me, I think that's the thing that sometimes we have to, you know, kind of keep in perspective. One of your great players of all time that we're hoping is going to be a, a guest here uh, very shortly on the podcast is Sydney Chambly, who's made herself a great career at the high school level, travel ball level, and now she's you know one of the key contributors for a University of Georgia team that's got a chance to be a college World Series contender and SEC champion and all that kind of fun stuff. And I think she's exactly the player we're talking about. I don't know if anybody worked harder that I've been around. Right. But she also had some natural ability. That's of course, but, yeah. but what made mm-hmm. her who she is was taking the, the gifts that she had and, and working her tail off. And now you can share more with our, with our listeners than I can about her work ethic, but I, I'm guessing that if you had a, like a time clock that, you know, that people punched when they came through the door and they punched when they left, that the only person that's got more time on that time clock than her is you. <laughs> yeah, no, again, the, the, like you said, the, the work ethic and the time you put in, she, she's earned it. She earned it. Every little bit of whatever she's experiencing and the excitement and the accolades or anything like that, all of her successes have been earned. And like you said, she had 
uh, athletic talent. She's quick. She's got good hand eye. All those things she had too, but she worked. Right. So that's the that's the main ingredient. Yeah. And and in the movie, one of the things that you know you do see that there are some obstacles, there are some bumps in the road, so to speak, for some of the characters which every athlete's going to experience. But the reason that, you know, that I think this movie hit me so hard is that we all know that those bumps in the road hit everybody. But what do you do when that happens? How do you react to it? How do you respond? And in this case, it was dig in and work harder. It wasn't give up. It wasn't, you know, lay down. It wasn't just, you know, walk away. It was, okay, so this has made it a little bit more challenging. I've got this obstacle. I've got this challenge. So be it. Let's see what we can do. Make something you know positive happen from it. I'm going to try and watch that one, Tori. Well, good. I, I would hope you would. And as <laughs> yeah. I said, and the listeners too. Yeah, for all of our listeners, the boys in the boat. It's in the theaters now. To me, it's it's the must watch movie. I, I go to movies fairly often. You know, the one thing that I always you know talk to my son after I go to see a movie is like, oh, I once saw this movie. It was whatever, in my opinion, was. And I was in kind of a stretch because there's a couple of really amazing movies that have been out in the last year or so that are really well done, going to win Oscars, that kind of thing, that are just kind of depressing. You walk out of there feeling like you just went like 12 rounds in a heavyweight fight because like you're getting punched over and over again because it's just, story is so heavy, it's so sad, it's so overwhelmingly depressing. And then all of a sudden you come out of the theater going, damn, is it too late for me to learn how to row? Right. And just a little sidebar, a player who played for me way back once upon a time, uh, Dawn Zingler, had a rowing career. She was a rower at the University of Wisconsin because Wisconsin didn't have softball, and she played for me in the summer. Knowing her and then seeing this movie, the whole thing kind of came full circle because she would talk about how hard rowing was and you know how you know coordinated it had to be and you know, what a team event it is and how... You know, there's really maybe no other sport in the world that if you're not totally in sync with your team, that you fall apart. And I always thought that, that, that was might kind of, make a difference. I always that thought one. that was kind yeah. of a you know cute little sidebar. All of a sudden, watching this movie, like, dang! Now I finally get it. You know, 50 years later, 40 years later, it finally you know makes sense to me. So be exact. Yeah. So, but uh, the boys in the boat, go see it. So that's going to take us to the cleanup topic. Cleanup sponsored by Pinnacle Power Butter. Everything Fast Pitch is very proud to be sponsored by Pinnacle Power Butter. It's a nutritious snack that every athlete should have in their bag of tricks. It will allow you to get a great snack, something that's healthy and nutritious, all natural, and goes a long way towards making a ball player a better one. And Tori, our listeners can get their Pinnacle Power Butter at PinnaclePowerButter.com, and they can place their order there. Again, that's PinnaclePowerButter.com. If they use their promo code of EFP10, they can also get a 10% discount. And we're really excited that they're on board with us. Products are great. We've used them and tried them at home. The whole family loves it. Make sure you take advantage of that EFP10 discount, folks. Again, it's going to save you that additional 10%. It's also going to help support the podcast at the same time. So Don, I saw this quote. I thought this would make for an interesting discussion today. Excellence is never an accident. It is the result of high intention, sincere effort, and intelligent execution. It represents the wisest option among many alternatives. Choice, not chance, determines your destiny, dreams, and values. That was written by Aristotle. Aristotle? Yeah, he's a pretty smart that, guy. Was that a while ago? Pretty smart guy. Yeah, may, maybe, uh, I think it was maybe in kindergarten or something like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Or, or maybe not. But I just kind of think it's really a weird, kind of funny, kind of strange thing because... 
at different points in time in, in all of our lives, it's like you see something that was a quote written by Aristotle back, you know, thousands of years ago. And it's like, dang, did it's, he know what we're going to be going through? Was he, real. was he, yeah. you know, was he, you know, that's smart. Well, he was that smart, but you know, was it part of some sort of plan to be reaching out and helping people, you know, how in, could that in, be in, yeah. into the future and maybe in forever? Um, but again, it kind of ties into some of the stuff that we've talked about. So we just spent time talking about really hardworking player in Sydney Chambly that you, that you know really well. One of the things that you and I have talked about on this podcast several times is having a plan and having a, a system in place to kind of help you achieve that, that, kind of a map. that greatness. You know, we've talked about keeping a notebook and, and, you know, journaling what your workouts are and, you know, keeping track of what you're doing. And we talked last week about knowing the ingredients of your swing so that you can adjust if you need to, or, or, you know, try something new if it feels like you're getting stuck. And to me, this quote just kind of sums up the message I think we want to send to all our players, parents, and coaches is that you have a lot of control over how all this stuff goes, but that if it's going to go the way you want it to, it's not going to be by chance. It's not going to be good luck. It's not going to be some sort of miracle from the heavens. My grandfather always had this saying about uh, the harder I work, the luckier I get. Right. It's much more of that kind of attitude. And you're just kind of, you know, touching base on that idea, you know, kind of sharing that reminder with everybody so that as we you know, venture into the spring season, everybody's going to be cranking it up, whether it's for school ball or travel ball. You know, all the teams are going to start practicing. The kids are going to start getting serious about their training again. I know my schedule's starting to fill up again a little bit. You know, people took a little bit of a holiday break and now they're sure. chomping at the bit to get going again. And just kind of reminding everybody that greatness is not something that's going to happen by chance. And, you know, a lot of people talk about this game like they want to be really good at it. But now are we going to understand that that means having that vision of what we're going to do to make sure that we accomplish it. No. And if it was easy, Tori, everybody would be good at it, right? Whatever skill or whatever venture you're getting into the hard work piece and the dedication and the stick to itness is something that uh, is definitely important in, in some of those successes. So it's fun to be lucky, Yeah, but I wouldn't count on it. Yeah. Well, right? I think if you if you look back, you know, and obviously old guys like me, you know, I can look back and think of some times where you know you had a lucky break every now and then. Something sure. happened that you know you ball took a funny hop and it helped you win a game. But the but overall, you only got to that game because you've worked hard, right? Yeah. And and but the overall picture is painted by the work and effort and dedication that puts in that. And, and again, opportunity to have that good thing happen, that lucky bounce or whatever it was, go our way as you said, was you know, the foundation was laid, now that opportunity was created because of the hard work and the stick to it. We wouldn't even have been there. And yeah. stuff, right. And so to me, the idea now that as we embark on our next season, let's make sure that we're you know, buying into this idea. Let's start to take a systematic and, and thoughtful approach to what we're doing. If we're a coach, you know, meaning you know, the idea of mapping it out, having a plan. You know, we talked about the punch list a while ago, you know, those different kinds of things. You know, don't just start practicing without an idea of, well, this practice leads to that, that practice, and that practice leads to the third practice, and the third practice leads to the fourth practice, so that it all builds and blends and fits together so that when all of a sudden we get to game day, we can look back at the preparation that we've done and work, you know, the planning that we put into it to make sure that we're 100% ready to rock. Tori, I think when you, when you do things that way as well, it feels a lot more rewarding rather than just assembling a group and being great seems more fun or it seems more full and fulfilling when when you have worked hard or we have had that plan and little milestones along the way and 
it doesn't just happen by chance. It's a lot more fun when you have that, let's do this thing and, and we do it. We get it. Right. Well, and the other thing that having a legitimate plan does for you is it gives you a way to measure how things came out and, and, and if the plan worked. And, what and, things were helpful, yeah. And what you need to adjust to the plan to make your success more likely the next time. Mm-hmm. And so if you've got a systematic uh, plan for practices, and then all of a sudden you get into the season and you realize that you know there's still something that's a weakness, you know, something you know, where it's really being exposed in our games now that we're not good at something. Well, then you can look back at your plan and say, well, yeah, but we hardly even worked on that. Versus the, you know, well, we think we worked on it in our minds. I think, you know, coaching think, coaching memory is different than reality sometimes. And I think sometimes in our mind, we think we really worked hard on something, but it was kind of a glancing blow. We kind of assumed that kids remembered a lot because, you know, so many of them were on the team last year. Well, they should remember, you know, all, you know we worked Don't on have to do that. Right. Yeah. We, 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 you know, we'll, we'll review rundowns this year because we worked on them so hard last year that they, they probably still got it. They'll be fine. And all of a sudden, the very first game, you screw up a rundown and you feel like an idiot, right? right? The idea of having that system in place, the the plan in place, I think is going to go a long way because it's going to keep us from either A, missing something on the front end or give us the opportunity to adjust what we need to on the back end. I think a lot of these things, Tori, are going to set us up for an amazing 2024. Right. And just if you come away from some of these podcasts, not thinking that Coach Don or I really know what we're talking about, Aristotle's pretty good <laughs> reference. So you can always... Count on the fact that uh, a little further back, a little little further back. So that might give it a little bit more credibility. So Don, that's going to take us to this week's action coach coaching tip of the week. Hey coach, John Davis here with action coach. Today, I want to talk to you about goals and the value of having a word or theme of the year. So you probably heard this before, but it's the time of the year to hear it again. This applies for your softball team. It applies for your players. It applies for your business. It applies for you individually and your team. Think about what you want your goals to be for the year. And then I want you to write them down. Write them down on a piece of paper. It's not just typing them in. You have to write them down. Make them visible. And share them. When you do those things, when you share them with other people, you're making a commitment to you and to the other individual. And it's going to increase your likelihood of achieving those goals. So that's the first step for the year. Create your goals. Write them down. Share them. The other thing I want you to think about is what's a word or a theme of the year? This is something you can use to remind yourself every day that that's what your your mission is for the for the day, for the week, for the year. Okay? So for example, mine is actually two words, clarity and action. I want everything that I do this year to be clear. That's why I'm going to keep this message short. It's got to be clear what you need to do and it's also got to be put into action. If you don't put it into action, then there's no point in being clear. So for me, it's clarity and action. Think about what that could be for your team in terms of goals and then for the word or theme of the year. Goals for a player might be a certain batting average. It might be mastering a certain skill, mastering a certain pitch. Words or themes might be something along the lines of hard work. It might be working on confidence. It might be strength building your personal strength, building your mindset, building your attitude. Attitude could be a good one. So as you think about your year, what are the goals? Write them down and share them. And what's your word or your theme of the year? Share that too. So I'm John Davis with Action Coach. Now's a great time to get into action.
All right, so that's going to wrap up 301. Please uh, support our sponsors, the Anderson Bat Company, Bidinger and Styles DDS, Elite Sporting Goods, Pinnacle Power Products, and Action Coach. Become a patron if you can, patreon.com slash everythingfastpitch. We really do appreciate our patrons. We would love to add more people to the list. We're going to try to do a bunch of fun stuff for you. Go to the fastpitchprep.com website, order your Square Cuts training discs there, $49.95 a dozen. You also have access to the YouTube channel and the blog posts. And make sure you reach out to us with your questions, ideas, comments, suggestions, and player of the week nominations. Yes, yes. To everythingfastpitch at gmail.com or fastpitchprep at gmail.com. So for Coach Don McKinley, our producer Stan Lewis, this is Coach Tori saying thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again next week.